It can be so tempting to believe that your life is falling apart because God has simply forgotten about you or that he just doesn't care. But you know what? This is not the truth. God is often closest to us when we suffer. And the reason that you might struggle to notice that is because your focus is on the wrong thing, okay? And so when it comes to trusting God during hard times, it really helps to understand something about the way he works and about what restoration actually looks like in the Bible and in your life. And so we're going to talk about that today. Welcome to Hope for the Ruri Christian Woman. I'm so glad you're here. Have you struggled with feelings of anxiety, panic, fear, and despair because life is just too hard? Are you tired of feeling like you're desperately trying to claw your way out of a pit of hopelessness? Do you want a relationship with God that is deep, real, and intimate? Something to give you the hope that you need to keep trusting God? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. If you're struggling to trust God because life is so stinking hard, if you feel like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore, if you are weary from the struggle and trying to do all the things and just want something to go right in your life, or at least for it not to get worse, this is the podcast for you. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. There is hope and rest for your weary heart, even when everything in your life is going wrong. How do I know that? Because I found it. Hey there, I'm LaToya Edwards, and I'm no stranger to hard times. But after walking through decades of hard times, I was so weary in my soul, and I felt like I was trapped in a pit of despair. I was frustrated, angry, and hopeless, and I was tired of waiting on God. I was overwhelmed, burnt out, and spiritually exhausted. Turns out, that's exactly where I needed to be to hear from God. During a season of forced rest, I learned more about my identity in Christ and how I was created to connect with Him. And then I was able to start my journey that led from a soul full of despair to being able to say, it is well with my soul. And I even learned how to enjoy life and dream again despite the difficult circumstances of my life. And guess what? You can too. You can find the strength you need to keep going even when things continue to get worse. The peace you need in your mind to stop being overwhelmed with negative thoughts and emotions. You don't have to stay weary. If that sounds like something you need, you're in the right place. I can't wait to help you find renewed faith, a peace-filled mind, and restored hope. Let's get to work. Happy New Year, everybody. It is 2024, and I'm so excited to be back here on the podcast sharing with you. Um, I've got so many great and exciting things that are coming up that I'm working on behind the scenes, and I can't wait to share that with you this year on the podcast. And so I really quick, I want to just recap um, a little bit of my 2023. So last year, my word of the year was restoration, and I may have shared this with you before. But I wasn't like planning on having a word of the year. I wasn't really like trying to figure out a word for the year. Just kind of God gave it to me. And I remember the first time that I felt that in my spirit, I thought restoration. And I was like, yes, that is exactly what I want. That's exactly what I need. This is my year for restoration. Things have been so hard for so long. And this is the year it's going to finally like end and everything's going to finally be all better and everything's going to really improve. Y'all, I was so wrong because none of that happened. 2023 was the year that every single aspect of my life was wrecked to the ground. Like my life right now does not look anything like it looked this time last year. Every single area of my life was stripped bare. It was like broken down. And I ended last year feeling just raw and exposed and vulnerable. And it was so like, bad, right? That's the word I'm going to use for it. It was just such an like an experience that was not pleasant for me that when 
it got to towards the end of the year and people started announcing like their word for 2024. I was like, nope, I'm not playing. I'm not doing a word for the year. I don't want to do that. I did that last year and I didn't like how it went. But you know what? God um, has a sense of humor and he knows how to deal with this stubborn daughter of his. And there was this word that kind of started stalking me starting in the fall. And so I actually did finally surrender to a certain word um, for this year. And I'll probably share more with that on a different episode. But today, I really want to share with you what I learned about restoration um, as I went through um, last year, which was just so, so hard in like every way imaginable for me. So <laughs> what I have learned is that the restoration process, um, like we always think of restoration, like we think of like the home and garden channel, right? Um, of like something is really bad. And then we think of the end goal, right? It's it's beautiful. It's redone. It's wonderful. Like you can hardly ever tell that there is a problem ever. And I've learned that's not exactly how God works when it comes to um, his process of restoration. Um, it is and it isn't. But an example of this in the Bible as that always comes to my mind when I think about restoration process is like Joseph, right? We see Joseph at the beginning of his story in Genesis. He's this young boy. You know, he's home with his family. His father has given him this code. The Lord is giving him dreams about his future. Now he's going to be a leader and do great things. Um, but like most of his life doesn't look like that, right? We see him like get sold in a slave like he loses his family he gets sold he gets accused of certain things he's thrown in jail all of these things that go on in Joseph's life that don't look anything like that plan that God showed him in the beginning um like that just doesn't happen um now eventually we see at the end that at the end he does in fact live out the vision that God gave him but the process of being restored to that original vision was not fun um it was not easy I think the same thing goes for us is that when we, at least for me, like when I was like, Lord, I want to be restored, restore me, Lord, like restore my life, restore my circumstances, restore my hopes, restore my dreams. My mind went to that finished product when everything is like new and shiny and beautiful and quote unquote perfect. That's what I wanted. And I do believe that restoration is a promise from God. Like he wants to restore us. But like a lot of things, it's not going to look the way we think it looks, right? Because he's God and his ways and thoughts are higher than our ways and thoughts. And he like knows everything and he knows exactly what he's doing. And we have to learn to be okay with that. And so this past year, what I really learned is that um, like there's like four different stages to this restoration process of God. And it's very much like when you are restoring a house, right? Or a piece of furniture, right? And so the first thing that happens in any kind of restoration process that I've ever seen is like this gutting or like this leveling to the ground, right? If you're going to restore a piece of furniture, you got to take off all like the fabric, the covers, you got to take everything off. You got to sand all the old stuff off. Um, and this is not fun. Like this gutting process, which is I think where a lot of us are right now, where we're just seeing so many things um, not go the way we want or get really difficult or we're losing things that we have held precious to us. It is so hard. Like I, y'all, I cried so much last year and I'm not, I'm not a crier. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not a crier. Um, but I cried so much. Like I just, I cried and I cried. Like I, I grieved. That would be a better word for I grieved so much last year because I just felt like everything was being stripped away and everything was being taken away from me. 
And I've learned that God has a purpose in that, all right? And that's like the third step that we're gonna get to. So step one, right, is this gutting or this leveling where everything has to be stripped bare, everything has to be knocked down in order for God to restore us. And so the second stage that comes in for this restoration process is the planning, right? So God is, right, master architect. He has the blueprint. He knows exactly what the end goal. He knows what needs to go where, what needs to be fixed, what needs to stay, what needs to be replaced. He has the plan. And for us, our job in this planning stage is to learn to trust God, right? It is to grow our faith and to grow our relationship with God so that we can trust the process, okay? Like, which is so hard to do, right? Because like I said, like I was gutted last year. It did not feel good. I, I did not want to play anymore. I was like, Lord, I just going to take my ball. I'm going to go home. And like, we can maybe pick a word for 2025 because like, I want to play. I don't want to play this year. But I really, really, when I look at the end of last year, the place that I landed, even though like, I still feel raw. I still feel really raw. I still feel really exposed. Um, but I ended up in a place where I felt closer to God than I had ever felt before. My relationship with God was so different. Um, like I could feel his presence more. I had a better understanding of who he is, which of course meant that I had a better understanding of who I am, which gave me a different perspective on my circumstances. Yes, they were are still hard. They are worse in a lot of areas they've ever been before, but I have a new perspective on that. And that's because I learned how to trust God in a way that I hadn't before. Which brings me to the third stage in this restoration process that I learned from last year. And that is like setting a foundation. So like I said before, I that gutting process of having everything stripped away and like torn down and, and losing so much did not feel good. But by the end, actually before the end of last year, I probably got around September, October last year, I realized that it had to go because my foundation was shaky. It was full of holes. It was uneven. It just, it needed to go. And so God needed to strip all of everything away in order to give me a firm and solid foundation. And when I say a foundation, I mean like the very core of my faith. It was like I had to relearn the gospel all over again. I had to empty my mind of everything that I thought about God, that I thought about the Bible, that I thought about myself and being here on this earth. I had to literally like blank slate, forget everything in my 40 years that I had been taught, that I thought I knew. I had to get rid of like all of that aside and just let God build my foundation. I had to let God tell me who he is, tell me the gospel, tell me who I am. And so at the end of the year, I was like, oh, I have this foundation now. Okay. And so that is why when I was like, oh, like it was awful and it's still raw and it still hurts. And I still don't feel like great and things aren't any better, but I have a foundation that I didn't have before the process started. And if you know anything about building, you have to have, like if your foundation is shoddy, then you might as well not build anything because it might look nice when you're done with it. But like, it might have a sinkhole, it might slide, like it's gonna, eventually it's gonna fall down. And it's so, so important when we are walking through hard things to have a firm foundation. Like my little guys like to sing, you know, the wise man build his house up on the rock. Like it's, that has been my life. Like I realized that my house had been built on the sand and that is why I was struggling so much 
when things weren't going the way that I thought that they should because my foundation was like in the sand. And so the storms came and it just blew it all away right out to sea. And God was like, great, now that it's gone, let me give you a true foundation. Let me give you the truth. Let me give you something firm and solid that's not gonna change so that you can like continue to walk this thing out while you're here on earth. And so this is really where I did a lot of mindset work, right? This foundation is, um, it's also not fun, right? Because like I said, things still aren't better. Um, a lot of things are worse and I'm still waiting. Like I'm waiting on God. I'm like, Lord, I've, I've been waiting my whole life. Like I'm still waiting. And so really it has been this mindset journey, like this process of renewing my mind about everything related to my faith and just learning how I can wait well on God for whatever it is that he's going to do, because I, I have no idea. Right. And so we've got the gutting stage. We've got this planning stage. We've got the foundation stage. And the final stage is this beautification process, right? It's, and it's, I'm not even going to call this the final product because truth be told, the uh, final product, like the moment when um, Ty shows up with his crew and yells, move that bus, right? That's heaven. <laughs> that's on the, that's heaven. And we're not going to see that here on earth. But we can have this like beautification that we can experience. And what I'm learning about that is that it is really just the ability to rest in knowing that Jesus is in control and live and enjoy your life, no matter what, right? It's that idea in Psalms, right, where we want to see, you know, the goodness of God in the land of the living. That is what that beautification process is, is that even when things look awful, when things are not going well, when everything is awful and you're just feeling raw and vulnerable and exposed and nothing makes sense, you can still look around and you can see beauty, right? We can have that beauty for ashes that were promised in Isaiah. We can have all of those things um, because we've allowed God to do this restoring process of removing all of the stuff that isn't true, that isn't from him, that's keeping us from you know being close to him and feeling close to him. We've allowed him to remove all of that stuff. We've rebuilt our trust. We've rebuilt our relationship. And now we have a foundation that we can stand on um, to see us through, right? And that becomes what is beautiful. And so I don't know how your 2023 was, <laughs> But if you are in a season of hard, of pain and suffering, I want to encourage you, um, you can experience God's presence right in the middle of your pain and your suffering. He's there. I promise you he's there. God is right there with you. Even if you don't know it, even if you don't feel it, even if you can't see it, he's there. And I think going through this restoration process this past year has helped me to really embrace that. And I know, I know, like with all certainty that God is with me. I know that his presence is with me. I know that he's here. I know that I'm not alone. I know that I'm not forgotten. Like, I know that. Like, nobody can take that away from me. Nothing, like even if the worst thing imaginable happened in my life today, it wouldn't take that from me um, because my foundation is so firm. And so I just want to encourage you, um, surrender to the restoration process. It's not fun. It is very hard. It doesn't feel good. Um, like I said, I still don't feel good. Um, and it's an ongoing process. But when we can surrender to that, um, God will give you, <laughs> he will give you beauty for your ashes. He will give you so much peace. He will give you rest. And he will give you like the, the strength to live your life 
and not only live your life, but to enjoy your life um, despite the circumstances, um, right? We can have an abundant life right here. Um, and that doesn't mean that things are perfect or easy. Um, it just means that we know that God is with us. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.